Welcome to the Creating Us podcast, hosted by the Office of Leader and Culture Development. I'm Jason. And I'm Shelby. And we're excited to be with you as we wrap up our journey through the simple truths of leadership. All right, here we go. Shelby, can you believe it? This is it. This is our last podcast that's going to be intentionally focused on the simple truths. Yeah, I... I really can't. Um, I've learned so much and, you know, I've really tried to apply these simple truths even to my personal life. (laughs) I mean, they just coordinate so well with so many different aspects of life. So um, it's going to be interesting to, to not talk about this really anymore, like having it focused on it. Exactly. And, you know, the thing that we know the benefit is that we can use these in so many different situations. And so even if this is the first time you're hearing about it or the 51st time you're hearing about it, there's always continuous application. We we recently had Randy Connolly on um, for a um, president's huddle at the Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. And Randy came on and and we talked about, you know, kind of how we're closing up that year that we had spent with that team. And really, this is an an initiative that grew across our system. And so if you can, I would encourage, and I'll put a link in the comments, I would encourage you watch the latest President's Huddle um, and listen to the interview between Randy and myself and Justin White and Cole Johnson. It was really, really informative about what's next. What do we do? Where do we go from here? And for those that are unable to watch it, I'll summarize it for you. Pick a few. Pick a few that work for you and master them, right? Don't look at these 52 as, you know, 52 behaviors that you have to protect or um, uh, what's the word? Uh, Perfect. There it is. It has been a morning. Holy smokes. Um, But perfect. Uh, Pick a couple that are going to work well for you and your team and, and really for you along your leadership journey. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, going right back to what you said about, you know, picking a few, but really pick those and integrate it into your daily leadership style. Don't just read it and be like, okay, that sounds great. Uh, And then do nothing with it. So um, yeah, making it, you know, a habit to get into um, building that trust and and that uh, servant leadership style. So you know, and I'll also, I'll include a link. Uh, Randy Connolly is about to start. So in August of um, next month, in just a couple of weeks, Randy's starting his summer of trust. And so it's a email list that you can sign up for, and he'll send you an email around different lessons on trust. So I would highly encourage that individuals sign up for it. I have uh, because his content is really good. So make sure you guys check out the show notes and the comments so that way you can find these links. But Shelby, as we wrap up these 52 simple truths, we're going to start with simple truth 51. So what is that one? Simple truth 51 is choosing not to forgive someone is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Um, What? (laughs) Wow. That's that's kind of a big one, right? Yeah. So one of the things that I love for this lesson is the first sentence. Mm -hmm. Leaders need to have tough skin and soft hearts. What does that mean to you? Well, I mean, being a leader, you're going to have to make tough decisions that not everybody's going to like. 
and you're going to have to be able to, um, you know, take the criticism, but also have a soft heart to where you show empathy towards other people and uh, try to see it from their side and not just come at them, you know, with all the negativity that they're bringing to you, really. Yeah, I love how you phrase that because the reality is, and especially as leaders, when we're responsible for others, we're responsible for a project, we're responsible for decisions, people are going to come at us and, and not in a physical sense, but they are going to provide opinions. They're going to disagree. Not every time, but it's going to happen. And we have to be able to consider a few things. If we're the ones ultimately responsible for the decision, we need to think about uh, the best course of you know, the best outcome. And there are going to be times you're going to make a decision where you have information that others don't. And so their feedback may be directed at you because they don't have that information. And so I think this is where that tough skin, soft heart comes into play because you have to be willing to face the criticism. You're going to hear no, you're going to hear that's not a good idea. But if you decide to make that decision and all of a sudden individuals say, oh, Actually, that was that was a good call. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to have those soft hearts to be able to say, all right, let's move forward, right? So there's a lot of responsibility and importance placed on this idea of when we are in a role as a leader, and I would make the case that if servant leadership is a ideology or if it is a practice that you follow, then when we think about Robert Greenleaf's best test, do those serve to grow as persons? Then when we use the phrasing of leadership, what we're talking about is when you interact with others. Mm-hmm. And so this idea, this notion of forgiving uh, takes on a whole new meaning. Yeah. And I think it's also important to realize that they're not necessarily going to come at you as like, against you as a person, but it's against what is happening. And so it may just be, you're the person that's going to get the, you know, um, I don't know, the, you're the person that they're going to take it out on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's just it. You're, you're the visible one, right? You're the one that's out in front of everyone. And, you know, it it reminds me yesterday, we did this webinar on uh, the roadmap, creating your roadmap to personal effectiveness. Mm -hmm. And we looked at some of the work that Peter Drucker has done. And one thing that he had talked about uh, with that is we have to be able to let go of the past. We Mm -hmm. have to let go of yesterday. Um, Because if we can let go of yesterday, then we can create our tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important lesson to be able to say, listen, we've got to be able to forgive. Mm -hmm. This isn't about forgiving and forgetting. We're going to talk about, you know, that the concept of, well, if I forgive, does that mean I forget in simple truth 52? So we'll get there in a minute. But the reality is when you don't forget, forgive someone, when you hold a grudge, it only hurts you. Mm-hmm. You know, if we look back into previous simple truths, there was the example that Randy Conley and Ken Blanchard gave us where, you know, think about somebody who you may not get along with, somebody you may disagree with. And how much time do you spend thinking about them? Mm-hmm. Now, how much time do they spend thinking about you? And how much sleep are you losing over them versus how much sleep they are? And the reality is they're not. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be in control of ourselves and make sure that we have that ability to, I'm going to let it go. 
I'm not going to forget about it, but I'm going to let it go. I'm going to forgive you for that, but we're going to move forward so we can create that effective tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I actually had to deal with this um, the other day in my personal life. Um, I was talking to one of my best friends and, you know, we were talking about an, another friend um, and they had done something really hurtful. Well, I said, you know, the thing is, is that we can hold on to all this hatred, all this, you know, negative thinking, but they don't care. They're not holding on to that. So just thinking about the other side, yeah, it's not hurting them for you to not forgive them. I mean, some cases probably, but they're not thinking about the fact and they're not holding on to all that negativity. Um, and you know, it's not good for your body, honestly. You're, you're right. I mean, what kind of, you know, what kind of life do you want to live? Mm -hmm. What kind of life do you want to lead? You know, how do you want these experiences, which occur almost every single day, right? How much do you want them to affect you? Because you choose, you decide. Yeah. I mean, living with the negative thoughts and negativity and all of that, it's, it gets into your brain and nobody wants to, to live like that. So, um, you know, just really choosing to forgive that person. So it's not on you anymore. And and I think that's a very powerful thing to be able mm-hmm. to say that I'm not going to let that control me. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the points in the making common sense, common practice that Randy Connolly and Ken Blanchard give us, this one made me stop and really think because I had a personal reaction to this one, which is lose the battle to win the war. And when I saw that, I immediately said, wait a second, does this go against what we learned in the last podcast we did when the previous simple truth, when we were talking, apologizing is not necessarily an admission of guilt, but it's an admission of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And we focus so much on what's more important, the situation or the relationship, right? And so when I read this, lose the battle to win the war, it's like, okay, so is this saying that I need to then, you know, give in and say, fine, you were right and go from there. But again, the wording that Randy Connolly uses here brings it back. In most cases, it's smarter to forgive someone, which is lose the battle Mm -hmm. to preserve the relationship, which is win the war. And I think uh, this is this is important here. It's this idea, this premise of, is it the situation or is it the relationship? Which one is more important? And only you can decide that. Right. Well, and I think it, it does connect to Civil uh, Truth number 50 because um, it's not it's not saying like you have to admit that you're wrong or whatever. It is it's that admission of responsibility for that relationship. Um, and that might be that you have to lose that battle or lose that, yeah, lose that battle um, in order to, you know, have win the war. Yeah. 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 So, so one other point that I want to make on Simple Truth 51 before we transition over to Simple Truth 52, when we think about the idea of forgive and forget, right? I, I want to clarify this because, again, Conley and Blanchard give us something really to think about. And I think this point is a powerful one for us to remember. Forgive, but don't necessarily forget. Nothing can erase the past. But forgiveness is about looking to the future. Forgiveness allows you to move forward in healing and hope. 
this is a choice. This allows us, if we connect back to what uh, Peter Drucker tells us, this allows us to let go of yesterday and create a tomorrow. Mm -hmm. When we think about losing a battle versus winning a war, situation is a situation, whereas a relationship is a relationship. And um, I know that probably made no sense. Um, It made so much sense in my mind, but wow, when I said it, it really didn't connect. But I would say that there's so much more value in the relationship element than there is a situation element. Mm -hmm. So as we're thinking about that, let's switch over to Simple Truth 52. Are you good with that? Yep, I'm good. Did I cut you off? Were you going to make a point? No, I'm good. Okay, so let's dive into 52. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Simple Truth 52 is about forgiveness is letting go of all hope for a better past. Yeah, I mean, you can't change the past, you know? So you can't go and be like, oh, man, I wish the past was better. Well, you can't change it. So let's just go ahead and move forward and and get um, to the the better future. Okay, so here's the thing, though. I can't change the past. What's done mm-hmm. is done, right? Right. And, you know, Randy Conley and, and Kemp Blanchard give us this, because this one could be very simple to say, this one makes no sense. Forgiveness is letting go of all hope for a better past. Mm-hmm. Um, we know we can't change the past. It, what's done is done. But I offer this, choosing forgiveness allows you to reconcile the past with the present. Mm -hmm. Again, choosing forgiveness allows you to reconcile the past with the present. It allows you to let go and move into the future unencumbered from the pain of past disappointments. You know, this one really makes me think about a um, a point, a conversation that I had, uh, man, this would have been a couple of years ago now with Deshaun Avery. And Deshaun is one of our trainers over uh, at the Health Sciences Center in the Office of People and Values. And we were talking about this idea of forgiveness. And he said, I think it's important that we allow a blank slate. And, you know, of course, we inquired and we asked him, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, we've got to choose what we want to put on kind of the record, right? Um, It's not about forgiving or I'm sorry, forgetting what was done. This isn't about um, erasing what's been done, but this is about saying that our interaction the last time may not have gone the way we wanted it to, but I'm not going to hold that over your head. When we interact in the future, we're going to have a blank slate. We're going to be able to move forward so we can continue to collaborate because the relationship is more valuable than a situation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whenever I, I was thinking about that um, just now, it's kind of like, even though they might have wronged you in the past, um, being able to treat them still with respect and, you know, move forward for the relationship. Um, and I'm just thinking most mostly in the work uh, environment is that, you know, we have to respect, we have to um, collaborate together. And so things are going to happen in the past. And yeah, we're going to have to um, to deal with those. But coming together with a clean slate, like Deshaun was saying, allows you maybe to to treat them, you know, better than you might if you just kept that over their head all the time. So let me ask you something, Shelby. Yeah. 
when we're at work, because when you made this reference of you're thinking of it in a workplace kind of setting, mm-hmm. it made me think of this. Uh, let's say that you come to work and let's just use me as an example. And you come by and say good morning, and I'm in a bad mood, um, and I don't acknowledge, or maybe I give a disrespectful answer, something like that. And you know, your response may be like, "Ooh, what's going on?" Right? Yeah. And then later, if I tell you that, listen, I, I apologize for that. I'm sorry. I just have some stuff going on at home, and it's really weighing on me. I shouldn't have let it done that. What is your response typically going to be? I mean, I'm going to forgive you and and move forward because it's not a habit that you make. But if it's something that happens all the time, then that is going to be harder for me to say, no, you just don't treat me well at all compared to this is one time. We all have our days. We all have those times. And yeah, our personal lives are going to trickle into our work lives. And, um, but I, I also think that we have us, we have that trust already. So if you were to, you know, have that bad day and, and respond to me in a way that is not kind, I'm going to one, know that something's wrong mm-hmm. and two, um, be more willing to forgive if that makes sense. It does. And that's the point I want to make is why is it that there are, and again, I'm talking through workplace relationships here. Why is it that there are some things that we will just say, oh, okay, hey, don't Mm -hmm. worry about it. I get it, right? Why are there some things that we will automatically just kind of let go, let slide Mm -hmm. when there are other things that we want to hold over individuals? And that's a big question. Mm -hmm. And there are so many variables to it. It depends is going to own that answer. But here's the thing. What would you have done if 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 I would have responded in a disrespectful or unkind manner, you would have walked in and been like, uh-uh. What's going uh-uh. on with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you, right? You would yeah. have no problem because again, we have that trust, right? Mm-hmm. So what then prevents us from saying to somebody else that we have a relationship with at work saying, uh-uh, no. What, what are you doing? This is not how we do things. Yeah. Um I mean, I think there's an element of fear. Like, I don't want to, they're already upset. I don't want to upset them even more by confronting them about it. So to me, that says if if that's a reality, then we haven't committed the time to develop effective Mm -hmm. relationships in the workplace. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, this is, again, this is massive and I'm scratching a surface and I'm opening a door that I can't close (laughs) properly, but I don't care at this point, because this one just really makes me think, why is it that we're able to forgive individuals for certain things, but yet we hold on to others? I would ask those who are listening, think about that, process that, bring that to life in your context, in your world, um, because I think forgiveness is, it's an essential component. We talk about trust. We talk about empathy. We talk about emotional intelligence, uh, building relationships, communication in the workplace. Forgiveness needs to be there as well. And we need to be able to, if we truly are putting the team first, we need to be able to call out these behaviors. We need to be able to give our team members a blank slate, not forgetting, but a blank slate moving forward so we can create that tomorrow that will benefit our team. Yeah, because I mean, it's not if, it's when. 
you're going to need to have forgiveness. So, um, yeah, building that trust, you, you have to have those relationships, that trusting relationship in the workplace or else, I mean, you're not going to be able to have those conversations. So, yeah. How do you wrap this up? (laughs) I don't even know how you wrap this up. It just feels like, well, here's what we know is coming. So yeah. we had the, um, the really the ability to hear from Randy just the other mm-hmm. day. And this fall, uh, they'll actually be releasing a playbook, kind of a workbook that goes along with the simple truths. And that's going to be another opportunity to go even further. So be on the lookout. I know we'll be talking about it. I know we'll integrate it and use it here just because the simple truths has been a tool that can be applied to any one of our areas, whether it's academics, healthcare, our staff, um, operations, finance, facilities, it can be applied. And I think that's one of the things that has been so wonderful about the simple truths is this isn't for one type of audience. This is for everyone. And they've written it in a manner that allows us to apply it through our lens in the context in which we work. So Shelby, as we close out this one, any final thoughts? Um, Just to reiterate what you said earlier, um, to go ahead and get on Randy Conley's email list for Summer of Trust and, um, you know, just to pick a few and get really good at them. Mm -hmm. It's not about all 52. It's just about making sure that you are improving in your leadership style. So. You know, and I would say this, stay curious, be curious, be open. There's so much that we can learn from others. There's so much that we can learn in this world. I would just encourage you to continue to be curious and be open. So as we wrap up this episode, we have some pretty big plans for the Creating Us podcast. We are putting together an agenda for the next six months Uh, We've got it mapped out. What we're going to be doing is focusing on each of our universities. You're going to see a number of interviews. We're going to have a number of different um, guests on our show. We're going to be talking, continuing to talk about people development, leader development topics. So we're really excited for this. Lots of exciting things coming up. So make sure you stay tuned. If you have any comments or questions, You know how to get a hold of us. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Creating Us podcast. As always, if you have any comments or questions, let us know at jason.weber at ttu.edu. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Shelby. Take care.